If you refuse to learn, no one can help you. If you are willing to learn, no one can stop you. What do you think of that? I think everybody's willing to learn something. Even if it's stuff that's naughty for you, some people tend to put a little bit more effort and energy into that, don't you think? I myself, generally, try to feed my brain with some positive stuff, positive podcasts, stuff like that. Dave Anderson, you ever heard of Dave Anderson? He has a podcast called The Game Changer Life. If you need your morning kick in the coin purse and light a fire under you, he's always a good one to listen to. Sam Crowley, every day is Saturday. Sounds like a weird podcast, but he's got a really good message. Get you off the couch and get doing things. As homesteaders, anybody that would be listening to this or any chicken crazy people, we generally have gotten tired of the couch and television and all those things. And we generally put our effort and energy into things that are more productive, like uh, spending all our money on chicken stuff, or eggs, or, or geese, or ducks, or quail, whatever it may be, turkeys, guinea hens, there's a good one. A little noisy, but uh, if you don't want any ticks in your yard, a guinea hen's always nice. Welcome, people. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. I'm glad you're here today. I'm in the beer wagon. We've got a few fun things going on at work. Yesterday, I uh, was going into the restroom at work, the men's room, if you will. Kind of a funny thing happened. I got in there, turned the light on, shut the door, locked it, turned back around to walk in. Holy shit! There was a, <laughs> a life-size cutout of Phil Mickelson with a shit-eating grin. Evidently, that gentleman supports Amstel Light and uh, his giant cardboard cutout when placed in a strategic location will make you shit your pants and you will need to find a new pair of underwear that's what happened to me my instantaneous thought was that I walked in on somebody doing their uh, business or whatever in the bathroom who uh, who did not lock the door and did not turn the light on it my, my first reaction, the thing I said was, oh, sorry. And if you're in the Midwest, everything you do is given her. You don't, uh, you don't lollygag. It's kind of our, a part of our Midwestern culture is you, you, when you decide you're going into the bathroom, if that door is unlocked, you barge in there, do your thing, and get the hell out of there. And, uh, I was definitely barging in there. And, uh, Unfortunately, I went to the bathroom before I was seated at the throne because I got it all scared out of me by a cardboard cutout of Phil Mickelson. 
And uh, that cardboard cutout is making its way around the warehouse as we speak. It uh, scared the living daylights out of our superintendent this morning. And he so eloquently uh, put it in our office manager's office, which is a dark room that is locked, and you open the door, and uh, she found herself face-to-face with Phil Mickelson, and uh, mission was definitely accomplished on that one. And as I was leaving, she was uh, proposing and uh, taking action on an idea to get somebody else with that cardboard cutout. I would take it home, but I think I would be uh, sleeping in the barn for a few days after that. Uh, do not F with Mama Bear. That's all I got to say about that. Anyway, today I would like to talk to you folks about egg candling. Egg candling. What is egg candling, you may ask? Well, I'm kind of figuring it out all myself here, but uh, and, and, I, and I think I know how to do it because I watched a wonderful YouTube video on it. I might make one on it as well on BusyDaddyOutdoorsYouTube.com. But uh, anyway, I, I watched a few videos on this, and it was really interesting. When you're incubating your eggs, once they're about a week along, what people do is they candle their eggs. My NurtureRite 360 egg incubator has an egg candler on it. What it is is it's a light that's kind of got a cup shape, and you put the egg in the cup shape. Uh, I found best that it's good to start pointy and down, and uh, what it does is it illuminates the inside of the egg, and you got to kind of have the room dark when you do it, and you can see if there is some a chick uh, developing inside that egg. And then what people do is they cull out the eggs that nothing is developing in, whether they were infertile or it just didn't, the incubation deal did not work or whatever. Well, I got these totally awesome eggs from Kate. Kate, if you're listening, by the way, your eggs are totally awesome. Uh, so anyway, I got these eggs from Kate and the other day, I, I went and candled them. I think it was the day before St. Patrick's Day. By the way, I did not get drunk last night, and I'm kind of disappointed on that. Uh, but I'm very happy this morning, uh, judging from not having a headache and not feeling like shit, that I didn't. Anyway, so I went to candle the eggs, and I put pointy in down, and the first, like, six eggs, shit yeah, what it looks like is, is kind of a bloodshot eyeball. You can see the, the blood vessels developing and there is like an air sac, and I mean that in the most appropriate way possible. Uh, there is an air sac on top of the egg up there that you can see. And <clears throat> the, uh, the egg's developing, you can see it. You can kind of see a darker spot in there. It almost looks kind of red and bloodish. Now, I, you can do this a week in the incubator. I did this two weeks, or a week and a half, two weeks in, inside the incubator. So I was working with a little bit more time 
than, than a week, but a lot of people do it after a week. I did, however, find a couple eggs. I, I did a bunch of the eggs, probably a, a, over a dozen, and I have 22 eggs in the incubator. I did find one or two that I could not find them in. But I did put those eggs back in the, in the incubator because uh, I, I should have marked them, but I didn't. Be right honest with you, I do not trust my egg candling abilities at this point. I do not feel that I am an experienced enough person to start culling out eggs like that. So, anyway, I got it in there. Everything's all nicey-nice. But uh, um, when it came to the egg candling, I, I'm pretty sure there was a couple eggs there that were not fertile. Um, which you got to expect that. I mean, they got like, she's got like 20 chickens. and I think there's only one rooster in there. So, I mean, you know, a few of them you get, they're just, I mean, I mean, if I was a rooster, I would guarantee you that most of those hens would have their bow chicky wow wow done to them. But, uh, you know, you can't expect him to get them all. So, anyway, I, uh, I, I, I put the eggs back in there and just let them be. I'm going to let all the eggs be in the incubator until hatch day. And then I'll let them hatch for a few days, let them get their thing done uh, before I put them in the brooder. And then uh, I do, if there's a pip in an egg, sometimes I'll uh, investigate the egg. But if they had not hatched, I'll just take them and throw them in the compost pile or the garbage or whatever. You know, I, uh, I don't uh, feed any of those eggs to the chickens. Uh, with the quail eggs, I just, you know, there was, gosh, you know, six or seven eggs or whatever it was with the quail that, that didn't do anything. Uh, and there was a couple of them that died during hatching. And uh, I just, what I do is once they start hatching, I leave the incubator shut. I let them go two and a half days. Uh, some people do it for three which is fine, and then I take the chicks and put them in their brooder, and everything is just simply irresistibly wonderful. Um, but anyway, that is def that's kind of a, a roustabout way of telling you how to candle eggs. But, uh, you know, if you see, you can see the ones that were unfertile, you could see that there was a white, and you could see that there was a yolk. But the two things that I could not see were an air sac and blood vessels. Like, like looking like a bloodshot eye blood vessels. You know, just kind of the, the yeah, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's definitely something that you can, you can definitely notice it. Sometimes you gotta rotate the egg because there's like spots of the shell, I don't know if they're thicker or, you know, dark eggs, you know, I really had to rotate. But I found that on the Nurture Ride 360, if I pretty much put that thing pointy end down, I could pretty much candle it. The easiest eggs that I candled were white ones. Uh, Easter eggers, you know, I thought they would be a little easier, but they were actually, I did not have one Easter egger that was infertile, so I'm kind of excited about that. You know, uh, Easter egg or roosters with, uh, in with our flock? I mean, how heavenly would that be? Along with a few hens? I don't know. We'll see what, we'll see what we get. But uh, anyway, yeah, really exciting. I, I was, uh, it was just kind of a neat thing to, to look at and a neat thing to do. I, um, 
I'm a little OCD about the whole uh, incubation thing at this point, just because I'm, I'm a little inexperienced with it. But, so I didn't want to leave the top of, off of the incubator very long while I checked the eggs. So I kind of did it as quickly as possible. But, um, but it was fun. It was, it was a good experience for me. Uh, really excited to see uh, what our hatch rate is and, and how it turns out. Um, I definitely plan on candling the next batch because uh, batch number two is going to be in roughly a little over two weeks. Boy, I better call Kate and let her know that uh, I'm going to need more hatching eggs in two weeks. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, then, then I will have my second batch of chicks hatch out and um, get that going. But anyway, yesterday I just popped into runnings quick and they had a confusing message that I was somewhat concerned about. Uh, they had a message on there. They, they had chicks in the store and they had some Cornish Cross there. And they had a few brown egg layers. Now, now, now it said brown egg layers. They were yellow chicks, but I have no idea what breed they were. It didn't say what breed they were. And sometimes, you know, they just mix all the breeds and expect you to know what they are. And sometimes, you know, a good chicken person, I mean, if you're more experienced than I am, I mean, you can probably tell what the chick is. Uh, or what breed the chick is as a, as a chick, but I can't, I'm not very good at that, and I can't tell. So anyway, they did have some brown layers there. There was only a couple, so I thought, shit, I'm not, I'm not getting any of you know. I, it was really hard not to walk out of there without a couple chicks, but on the next page, when you're hatching out your own, and you got the incubator going, and you don't want to mess with them, and the brooder, and, and another brooder set up that you don't need, uh, I just kind of want to step away from that right now and, and, and look into my own incubation and get my own chicks going. Uh, I've got a good person to supply me with some awesome eggs like Kate, and I think we're good to go on that. But, you know, they, they had a confusing message there that said, if you, we are right now not taking special orders on chicks, due to the high demand. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I mean, you're a feed store, you sell all your feed to people, and due to the high demand, you're not taking special chick orders? Does that mean that the sheet that I filled out and was going to hand in uh, early May or toward June, is that not working right now they just get a shipment in and sell them right out of the store I don't know I guess I'm gonna have to call them and ask them I did not uh, I did not diligently walk through the store and hunt an employee down and find out what the hell was going on but uh, boy I sure hope we can fill out our sheet and get our chick orders from them if not I guess I'll have to just keep hatching my own which I guess is all well and fine but I'd, I'd sure like to, uh, I'd sure like to get those special breeds that we wanted. You know, I mean, my wife and I, you know, we, we have our favorite breeds, which uh, 
I haven't found any, I mean, you can find hatching eggs on this, but I haven't found a hatching egg person that has these specific breeds that we, we want, or a, a large amount of purebred specific breeds that we want. So, I don't know, I guess we'll find out. Anyway, God bless you. Thank you, thank you for uh, tuning in today. Uh, I know I kind of rambled on a little bit, but, uh, you know, I'm having a good time at this. We're really uh, looking forward to spring here. The temperatures are starting to get up in the 50s every day. Man, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, if you want to connect, obviously, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Is this, if this is your first time listening, welcome. I appreciate you listening today. Um, tell all your buds about it, all the chicken crazy people out there. Uh, you know, we could always use more uh, people in their earbuds on the way to work or to or from work. Um, just kind of a guy that grips it and rip it. I do not rehearse. I always just think of a subject matter, cover that, and talk about stupid shit going on in my life. Um, Instagram. Anybody wants to hook up on Instagram, I, there's there's ton of you uh, employing uh, my Instagram. I, I'm getting requests from chicken crazy people every day and, and poultry and homestead crazy people every day. Uh, the gardening stuff is going to be coming up uh, coming soon to a place near you. Anyway, I better get going. I better get out of your earbuds and I better get the hell on this beer delivery route. Uh, anyway, have a good one.